Osiris. What's up? This is Ryan Stasek from Humphreys McGee. This podcast is part of the Osiris podcast family. Osiris is a growing community of music and culture podcasts, connecting music fans with conversation, commentary, and of course, lots of music. Osiris works in partnership with Relics Magazine. Osiris. Welcome into episode 56 of the Bluest Tape. My name is Jeff Colath, and we've given my hardworking co-host Harvey Couch the week off. Thanks to all of you who are returning listeners, and a hearty hello to those of you tuning in for the very first time. This week, we're offering up our third Lanyap episode, just a little treat of widespread panic to tide you over until we get back to business in a couple of weeks. This episode should drop on or just before April 27, which is an important date for a few reasons. Most notably, the German mathematician and philosopher Johannes Kepler decided the universe was created on April 27, 4977 BC. That's a long time ago. So, I could really take a deep dive into that, especially since he was off by about 13.7 billion years, but I decided to go with another anniversary of sorts. On April 27, 2009, General Motors announced that it was going to end the Pontiac nameplate after over 70 years of production. Known as the affordable and high-performance mark in the GM family, Pontiac is the most famous, is most famous for the GTO, the Trans Am, the Bonneville, and sadly, the Aztec, the terribly over-designed mini SUV. There was a grand prize on an early season of Survivor. So why are we talking about this today? Well, Pontiac is probably the brand of car that is the most near and dear to my family. In 1967, my dad bought his first brand new car, a green gold Pontiac Le Mans hardtop with a 326 V8. Later, he bought a 1976 Pontiac Ventura, a red two-door number that was probably the vehicle that brought me home from the hospital. I remember this car well, mostly because the hood and trunk faded badly. By the time it left our family in the early 1990s, they were both pink as a carnation. In the 90s, my family had two Pontiacs, a dark green Bonneville, and later, a blue Grand Am. Both of these cars were eventually handed down to me, and both became the primary vehicle that I drove back and forth between grad school and home, and also to concerts all over the country. As much as I love my Bonneville, the Grand Am was the one that went to a mess of panic shows in summer, starting in summer of 97. It made the trip to Nolaween in 99, did the Ohio and Michigan shows in summer 2000, and was the car that drove through the snow on a lonely Indiana highway after the epic Carbondale show in December 2000. I wore the tape deck out of the thing. The auto reverse kept turning on, so it was pretty difficult to listen to anything but the radio. I will say, though, that trying to find something besides a church or a Bon Jovi at 3 a.m. in western Indiana is pretty difficult. It was a good car. It even had leather seats, and it got me from A to B. Can't say that it was my favorite car ever, but it was the car. And I had it at a time when widespread panic and we were pretty inseparable. So this episode is really a tribute to my 1996 Grand Am, which took me to Milwaukee, Wisconsin on October 24th, 1999, for a show at the Eagles Ballroom. It was the second time that Panic played at Eagles. We covered a section of the show uh, from October 4th, 1998, in episode 28, and the crown was primed for a smoker on this night, a Sunday show after a pretty mediocre Saturday night in Chicago, and just a few days before the band would hit New Orleans. The first set is pretty standard and pretty short, state songs and all, highlights being a stellar whole and oversold in the first last draw in 52 shows. The second set, though, is where the heat is. Getting started with Fish Fishwater. 
That was the start of the second set from October 24th, 1999 at the Eagles Ballroom in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. We heard Fishwater, Sea Brown, and BMD into Pigeons into Me and the Double Blues. This, to me, is really the quintessential show where pre-drums just leaves you wanting more, and drums is a really kind of a welcome break to catch your breath. But the band comes to hear this show, the band comes back after 23-minute drums, and really, sadly, closes out the set in a pretty big fashion with the by-the-numbers versions of Tall Boy, Blue Indian, and Blackout Blues. Didn't stay mad long, though. Uh, the Don't Be Denied into Henry Parsons Encore is pretty special. Never miss a Sunday show. Thank you for tuning in to Blue Estate. We'll be back again next week with another lanyard, this time from spring 1998. Until then, take care and be safe. This podcast is in the loop, the Legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.